Tournament Poker Edge, live. Hey everybody, welcome to Tournament Poker Edge Live, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com. I am pleased to be joined today by our latest pro, David Bet You Don't Bet Emmons. How are you doing today, sir? I'm fantastic. Awesome. Thanks. So I know um, I've been, we've been dealing with time zone issues and stuff, trying to get you on a, on a TPE Live episode, because you, uh, you are down in Mexico, right? Grinding away? Yes, sir. I'm in the, I guess, mountain time zone, so... Uh uh, getting up about 8 a.m. every morning to grind tourneys between 8 and 9. The, the scoop this morning, which I am currently playing, is an ante up. As we do this podcast, I have to be careful to never fold for five chips into a 500-chip <laughs> pot. That's my, <laughs> my sole goal as we're starting this. Um, actually, I don't think I've been limping either, which most people are. I've just been raising a lot. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just playing that and a couple other tables. Scoop's been a lot of fun so far. I had uh, one nice final table run and a couple other caches in the highs. And, uh, yeah, loving the game right now, getting up early and enjoying the beautiful weather out here in Cabo. Very cool. And I know you're uh, you're sharing uh, a house or an apartment or a condo or something with, with some guys there. How's that going? Oh, yeah. Um, it's going great, man. It's really I've, – I've moved around since I was – 17. I I wasn't great at school or living with my parents so at that age, so uh, I moved to Australia and lived there for a while and have kind of been uh, you know vagabonding since. I've I've had apartments. Moved back to Texas for a while. Uh, went down to Mexico for a while, and this is by far my favorite place I've ever lived. Um, you know the, my roommates are great. The scenery is if it's a postcard I'm looking at right now out our big back window. And I uh, really um, probably will sound like I'm bragging too much because life is just great right now for me. Nice. That's awesome. I know um, one thing I always tell people because you know, I, I obviously have a family and, and, uh, and work on TP full-time and stuff like that, so I'm not necessarily a full-time grinder. But when I do get to spend my summers in Vegas, it's absolutely like the best learning opportunity that I ever get because there's nothing like playing all day and then – talking about how you played all day with people who are really, really good at night, you know? Absolutely. It's funny. It's funny. I mean, you run into, you know, you never really know somebody's poker game until you meet them in person, especially if you're at the table with them and talk hands with them. And it's funny to me. I mean, um, I've met some, you know, live grinders that I've never even played with online that have just been incredible and, you know, taught me things. The live game is such a different game. There really are live reads. There's just if if we all one table online, we would be a lot better on that table. But you still can't see what anybody's doing. You can't see how they act. And some people and a lot of players, as I've been playing more live, um, seem like they're not even really trying to conceal. You know, they they almost openly talk about what their goals are, with how their hand is, even in a given hand. You know, like I know I got the best hand. Uh, why don't you just fold and we'll both be happy? You know. So there's right. a lot of there's a lot of live reads. Um, so there's a lot to talk about, you know, and it's such an it's such an infinitum game. It's yet to be understood. Um, it may be solvable, but that's a long way away. And uh, so, I, yeah, I really enjoy playing live poker. I'm super excited about it. Um, 
uh, I got. I'm gonna have a cool, a cool house there. Yeah. So it looks like we're probably uh, just two or three weeks away from heading to Vegas for the World Series. What are your plans out there in terms of uh, housing and living arrangements? Um, I have actually uh, a great situation. I'm staying out there. I haven't seen the house yet. I've been uh, trying to get pictures, and no one will send them to me. No one's, I guess, uh, you know, that concerned with if I see the house before I get there. But it should be nice. I'm staying with the reigning champion of the main event. I almost said ex-champion, but I guess he's the reigning champion of the main event, um, Pius. And uh, my, my friend Brian Piccoli, the Czar 19. And then three or four guys I've never met, but I've played a lot against online. And uh, all very good players. It should be a pretty focused house is what I'm hoping. In the, in the past, I've stayed with some guys, you know, friends, stuff like that. I've had a great time. But we probably goofed around too much. And... Uh, didn't focus enough on poker. So I, I feel like this is going to be a very uh, poker-focused uh, house. And yeah. my me personally, whether or not it is, um, I plan my, – my main goal this summer is to play driven poker the entire summer, to be one of the best players in the room every time I walk in there. And so that's, that's how I'm going into it this summer, not so much to be popular and make friends, but to really try to make some money. Yeah. That, w- would you say that – in the past, you've uh, maybe not done that? Absolutely. Um, I was, I think uh, most of the members know, I kind of said in my bio that I, I came up more as a cash player playing, um, you know, less shallow stat poker and more deep stat poker. So that can make the, some of the WSOP events uh, a little tough for me back when I was 21, 22. And I, I went to Vegas every year. You know, of course, it's the dream. And uh, I was, you know, wealthier when I was younger, actually, than I am now. So I would go to Vegas and put myself in tons of tournaments when I really barely knew how to play them um, when I was 21, 22. And I started getting into tourneys and was back to the series when I was 23. And uh, the last few years, I finally started cashing a few. I had a, uh, I finished 205th in the main um, two years ago. And uh, actually, my current roommate finished 204th, one spot better than me. Uh, uh, so, so you guys were in line at the cashier together? <laughs> no, because it's funny, and I never—I didn't even know him then. Uh, oh wow! Paul Gazima, and some of y'all know him, some of you don't. But he—he uh, he busted the first hand of day six, which of course means I busted the last hand of day five um, uh, at the final at the feature table two with Scotty Wynn. I, I got one tiny bit of televised time where they just said, "And David Emmons relents." against the biggest <laughs> pot Scotty won of the day, so they had to show it. Even though that day, no kidding, on the future table, and I only did it for that reason and because I'm a bit nutty, I dark bet turned against somebody and stacked him for an 800K pot. But he didn't speak any English, and I guess it just wasn't – I guess maybe it was above the viewers or whatever. I was sure I would get on TV for that, and I was really excited. And I watched the episode, and the only one was me folding turn to Scotty when he had, like, a big draw. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was, That's funny. Well, but anyway, uh, I would say in the past I've been a little lackadaisical. I mean, as you get older, you should improve. But, yeah, definitely, you know, I, uh, I, have, a, I have an easygoing outlook and always have. And I, I don't want to say I believe it's, like, correct or incorrect. It's just natural to me. My parents have always been aware of it. I've always been, like, kind of, you know, not caring. It, uh, you know, I've always taken punishments with a smile and – um, just had you know more or less an easygoing attitude to be honest, and not not worry too much. But I think that's also causing. I'm not very competitive, 
in a lot of ways, and I never have been. I, I like I like competing. I'm competitive mm-hmm. in that nature. But when I play video games with my friends and I get ahead a little bit, I always you know they're always going to come back and make it a really close game at the end because I just you know I enjoy that more than I enjoy winning. And I think I've taken some of that uh, love of the game too far whenever I play live. I remember the first event I played, I straddled under their gun every single time it came to me. And you know, there's no good reason for that. I guess uh, you know, I was just you know, having too much fun. And this, this year I really plan to go, um, you know, get my work suit on, not literally, but, you know, uh, at least shave, you know, put on a decent right. shirt, go. I, I, I know a lot more, I recognize a lot more faces um, around the tables. Um, I'm more, you know, I, I'm going to be playing every, pretty much every event. I'm sorry, our phone's ringing. That's going to be annoying, but I'm not going to answer it either. That's all right. Um, in, in the past, have you um, have you lived in a house in the past? Like, have you done the whole stay in the Rio for two months thing? Let's, okay. Uh, 21, I was a D-Gen, so I stayed at the Wynn almost the whole summer for free uh, because I was a D-Gen on the tables previously. Um, you know, right when I turned 21, I went to Vegas, had, had a decent score, nothing huge. And then lost it all on the crafts table for uh, so. But at least I did it all at the win. So back then they gave away rooms quite easily if they, you yeah. know, if they thought you might do something. So I stayed at the win for like at least three weeks of the summer and then moved around. Um, second the second year I think I only went out for like two weeks and I stayed with my friend just around Venetian and around hotels. And I stayed at uh, sometimes I just stay at my friend uh, Abe Style and Stevie's place. They have a place at Panorama. Um, and then last year I did get a house and the guys are cool. Everything was cool, but it was definitely a fun, you know, atmosphere. We were hanging out a lot and we didn't, you know, I'm trying not to, it's not really a negative thing. We had a lot of fun. Right. Just different. It was different than what you had planned this year. It wasn't a work atmosphere. It was more like a, you know, a fun house atmosphere. We played a ton of, we played board games, video games, chess games. We had awesome meals. We did a lot of fun things. Um, and I, it was partially, it's really my attitude more than the house. I, because Amir was in our house and he won a bracelet and had a great summer and played, yeah. you know, played great poker the whole summer. Uh, Ramdan was in our house. He won a Venetian and had a great summer. Uh, a lot of guys did well. I just didn't feel like I played as well as I'm, as well as I even was capable. I felt like I was maybe a little bit overwhelmed. And right. this year, um, you know, universe willing, that will not be the case. We'll get in there and get dirty with them. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you thought that living in a house had an advantage over like the hotel grind. You know, staying in a hotel or something like that. But it sounds like it sounds like you might think it's just more of a personal decision that you have to make about how you're going to approach the series versus the not not so much the environment, you know, I mean, but how, you know how you react to that environment. You know what? That's pretty much always going to be the case. There's, there's people in in prison that get their mind and body together. Not a lot, you know. I'm not saying this happens to the majority, but in the worst circumstances, there's people that get themselves in you know great spots. They're fully content with themselves, the world at peace, get in great physical condition, learn tons. And there's people, you know, there's kids that grow up in five million dollar houses that turn into you know mushes. It's really all it's all within yourself. So the whole housing situation. Um, I was kind of actually just, I didn't really do anything till the end. And then, uh, Zara said, we have a spot. I said, book it. 
I didn't ask how much it was. That was a mistake. It's going to be a sick house, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're on, we're on the, we're on the Las Vegas Country Club. So that's why I really haven't even cared to see pictures. Because how bad can that be, you know? Yeah, I doubt. I doubt it's a, a rundown shack. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> Very nice. And I think it's something I hadn't even thought. You know, I didn't even mean to stay with Pius. Um, I talked to him online a little bit, and it seems like a great guy. He's good friends with Czar, and I'm good friends with Czar, so it's a mutual uh, acquaintance is how I got in. Um, but I think staying with him is going to be cool. I mean, I, I, you know, for one, I know the house won't be shabby, as you were saying, and he's obviously a very good player. And I think, you know, if I make a deep run or two, I think the the press for whatever, you know, something I've never really worried about before, but, you know, I think it could give me more, you know, coverage or whatever, just being a, his roommate. I think that's a, right. a story that they may like. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. It was my friend Matt Stout making me aware of that because he's he's always on his uh, promotion game. Oh yeah, Matt's uh, Matt's good at that stuff. He's always he really, twittering and blogging and. Yep, he really is, and he's he's like you know he's double sponsored and he's he's smart. He's he's a good guy. Big hockey yeah, fan sure. too, which I'm becoming slowly. Hockey playoffs are just the greatest. If anybody hasn't watched them and just watches basketball, watch a full hockey game or two. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to get I need to get more into hockey. My dad is a huge hockey fan, and I just never have been. But I'm, I'm finding myself more and more bored when it's not football season. So I got to find something to watch. I mean, being from Houston, I do not have a single friend that I grew up with that I know has ever played ice hockey in his life. That's how that's how little hockey we have down in Texas. Yeah, you know, now I've, I've traveled around a bit more. One of my good buddies here is uh, Patrick Mahoney, and he's from Wisconsin or North Dakota. One of those, you know freezing worthless states and, uh yeah he talks hockey all the time so i watched some games with him and uh my other roommate uh whenever i lived back in texas was actually from boston that's when i first got into it when they made their run and it was it's a lot of fun it's good sports do you bet sports at all um what i do is i used to of course um and yes i still do what i do is i bet probably the, the best prop better that lived in Cabo. Him and I bet $100 on every NFL game of the year, no Vic. So I figured uh-huh. you know, that's still degening a little bit. Uh, we had a sick year. Well, I, you know, it was great for him. At halftime of the year, I was up, I think, about 17 or 18 bets, and he ended up up about 34 bets. So oh, wow. the second half in the playoffs didn't go so hot. <laughs> Not only that. I bet well, I, I even talked him into the one thing I ever talked him into that I think was good for me. And this is uh, Kyle Connect, by the way, Connect Poker. Um, you know, he would double bet the Bengals because he's from Cincinnati, and I would double bet the Texans. And the Texans had a great year, and the Bengals were were losing a bunch of them, and he still beat me that bad. So yeah. I just can't pick him, and I just I'm just a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I think you started to go into a little bit about what your schedule might be like this year. What uh, What do you have planned as far as uh, the series? Are you playing um, only No Limit Hold'em, or are you playing some of the mixed games? I am playing as much as I can, and yes, I love mixed games. Um, I play. I played. I don't know. Not you know. Not even five percent of the No Limit. Not not even five percent of the eight game as I have No Limit Hold'em, but I've played a good bit of eight game. I've been playing it for two and a half years, and I get in at least a few sessions a month. Um, my good friend Stevie here plays, and, and and Dylan, I should say, on Luxac, they play a game almost every day, and I play with them and watch them play a lot. So I plan, what I'm doing is, I'll be totally frank, um, 
my I'm backed for MTTs by mm-hmm. by Smock Rock Flock, and when and they're gonna put they want a lot of my action, which is nice. They're gonna put me in a lot of the tournaments. They don't want a lot of my mixed game action. I guess understandably, they <laughs> you know I've, mm-hmm. I've 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 more belief in myself. So I'm gonna sell uh, a package to a lot of the mixed games stuff like that. So in total, I I plan to be playing poker with most of my waking hours in Vegas, even 5 p.m., Venetian, whatever I got to do. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to stick primarily to the Rio, or are you going to head over and play some of the Venetian deep stacks, too? I, I definitely want to get some of the Venetian deep stacks in. Um, pretty much days I won't be playing, uh, you know, if there's, like, just a 5K stud or say something like that, mm-hmm. and that's all that's at the Rio that day, usually the Venetian is very good about scheduling. Their, they make their schedule kind of based on the Rio schedule. On that day, they're smart enough to know many, you know, many no-limit players aren't going to go play this 5K stud. We should have a, a bigger buy-in today, and they'll have a 2K that day or a 1500 or a 1K. Right. And so, um, you know, I'll probably get three rounds of golf in, two days of nothing in, and 28 days of poker in. That'll be about my summer schedule. Nice. And when exactly do you arrive? I, I'll get there before our house... Rental starts on the first. I'll get there. I'll be there for the first event that I'll play, which is event two. I think it's a two K, maybe a fifteen hundred. Anyway, it's on the twenty eighth. Okay. That's when I'm gonna need to be there, and um, it should be a lot of fun. I have some you know, non poker friends that are gonna come there throughout the summer. Uh, just have fun. My mom already bought her ticket. I haven't seen her in a while, and she loves Vegas. She's she's probably been I don't know thirty forty times in her life. Oh wow. Yeah. So she probably has no problem with your lifestyle that you've chosen, huh? Um, she, she wouldn't have any problem really with anything I would do. She's wonderful. Uh, as far as as far as that issue goes, that's like something you know that I think I can talk openly about. It's definitely been something where um, I'm from a family. You know, my my dad owns a law firm. Um, my 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 parents sent me to the best schools and raised me very well. I've been ex- like you know nothing I. I could have been born a grasshopper is the way I see the world, but I was born as me. Nothing but luck there. And, yeah. you know, just realizing that has been a lifelong goal or, you know, journey kind of. Not trying, you know, that's not a place for arrogance whatsoever. Like, you know, I could actually be part of a mountain instead of what I am or just stardust. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, so coming from that, my parents definitely, I have dealt with that some, like a lot of people have. My parents maybe expected me, maybe wanted me to go a more academic or even athletic route. My soccer was pretty much my life from 6 to 16. You could never tell looking at me now, but I scored a lot of goals in my life and uh, played some in England, and it was big. So they probably would have, you know, if it was there, they could have waved a wand, as my dad would say. Um, Then they would have had me doing, you know, being in law school, or being a writer, not not even about money. They're not very materialistic, but a gambler wouldn't have been high on their list. Right. Yeah, that makes but, sense. Um, you know, over time, of course, they've become more understanding of it, and they were always cool. They were always cool, but they've become more understanding of it, and I've grown to a point in my life where um, I'm totally honest with them about everything in my life. And I think that actually not anything I do or say anything like that. I think once you're totally honest with your parents, your relationship gets doubly as good, uh, regardless of anything else, even if you're a kid, really. And I say that having 
trustworthy, you know, parents that will always want the best for me. So I think most people have that. So um, yeah. that's really been the major difference. And since then, they've been supportive. I've gone busto, and they've floated me a couple K once. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they just asked me if they can buy a piece of my package. And um, my mom uh, gets on her little laptop and watches me whenever I, you know, last night or two nights ago, I got third in the scoop, and my mom was right there watching me until two in the morning. So I think they come around a lot. That's awesome. Well, I think one thing that um, people have taken away from your videos on the site already is that you have this really, really great attitude about life and poker and winning and losing. And it sounds like you're going to carry that attitude right into Vegas. So um, you know, I, I hope that I hope that works out well for you because uh, it'd be nice to see somebody with that kind of attitude do really, really well. I really do. I really do too, man. And I'm not even, you know, it, I hope it happens this year, but I actually, another kind of, I don't know, rev, not really revelation, I guess semi-revelation, is that I'm kind of committed to this game now. Like I always, because of that whole thing with my parents, and it really ties in, it's a tangent, um, I was always kept one foot kind of out, you know, like maybe I'll just go back to school, maybe I'll do this, like maybe, you know, I could just be a writer, you know, or whatever, I, you know, I think different things. Well, now, you know, I love this game, and I really like my job. I like the people in it. I like that you can make money doing it. Everything's good about it for me. So yeah. I'm just kind of in my mind, whether or not it ends up being true, kind of committing myself to 10 more years of this. So hopefully it's this summer, but, yeah, I definitely – I definitely think it'll be in the next 10 years that I'll get to, you know, get my name up there. Very cool. Very cool. Well, like I said, we'll be there soon enough, and um, I hope that you'll uh, stop by the TPE house a couple times and update us on your progress and, and how you've been doing, and hopefully we'll be sweating you at some final tables this summer. Yeah, tell me, oh, two-addering uh, me on the river. Oh. Two, I two-addered him. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Ship it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the TPE podcast karma. Yes, there. sir. Yes, sir. Um, what did, tell me a little bit about the TPE house and the guys out there. Well, it's going to be me, uh, Big Dog Pocket Fives. Cool. I've, he's uh, been grinding scoop. I've seen him around from later. We were talking on the tables the other day. Yeah, yeah, he's been uh, he's been going at it pretty hard. I know he's he's been sick for like the last few days. So I think he's been struggling through it, but he has been grinding. Yeah, I've grinded sick before. I mean, it can be done, so it will be done. But yeah, it's it's definitely not fun. Yeah, I think his biggest thing now is he just really wants to get better before the series because he's that's, not in good shape. That's something. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. As far as getting sick. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Oh man, being being sick of the live tables where people can see like you don't you don't look as strong and vibrant, you know. <laughs> Whenever you're sick, yeah, you want to look. And not to mention, like, there's no worse place to try to get healthy. No, than, oh my, you know, stuck in a casino, going from hot to cold, hot to cold, and the smoke and everything else. Yeah, and I mean, if you're a Buddhist, you probably feel bad about putting all those germs on the chips yourself because you're hurting other people. <laughs> yeah, very true. And uh, yeah, and then um, Danny N13, who's also a Canadian, he'll be living with us as well. Cool. Yeah, I know him uh, quite well actually. We talked a lot on Skype. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a great guy. Looking forward to it. We, we met him last year, actually, at the house. Um, he was friends with uh, Cougars, who lived out with us last year, and he came by a lot. Um, I'd say he was there almost every day, and we got to know him really well. So excited to have him in the house. And then uh, Big Dog's lock, uh, fellow lock pro Mark Alioto will be living with us. That would be awesome. Yeah, so should be good. And then there's a few, a few other people who are kind of coming and going. Um, T-Twist, another TP pro, will be out there for a little while. Um, Diego, Ron Fizzbody, he'll be out for, I think, a couple weeks, plus the main. Um, so, yeah, so it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, it's so. it's going to be a blast. I, like, I mean, I started getting excited 
Um, I went Florida and now Scoop with the Jam Kings. Um, Florida, then Scoop, and then World Series. Like it couldn't be a better time right now. Yeah, it, it, it it's nice that you have that lead up because I'm just sitting here like twiddling my thumbs, waiting for <laughs> May 20th no, to get here. I mean, not the. Not, I think it's important to stay current with the game and to keep your game sharp. I don't. I think there are. You know, poker's no sport, but in a lot of ways, it is. You know, muscle memory is mind memory, and uh, the game. You know, it changes. It's 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 a, it's an ebb and flow. That's why it's unsolvable. It's in the moment. It's very plastic, and I think grinding online a lot before will help in Vegas for whoever has been playing. I think even a very good player who hasn't been playing for a while, they got to be a little rusty. Yeah, for sure. It, it, that's one thing about working with TPE that, that I notice is how quickly the game changes. I mean, you know, obviously we're seeing new videos turned in every day, and it's like, if you miss three months of videos, you're probably behind a little... Well, not necessarily videos. Three months of playing or learning or studying in any way, shape, or form, you're probably behind a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Things don't change. It's beautiful. And anytime there's an assumption, a 100% assumption, then that's very manipulable. That's how, yep. that's how floating was invented. So once people start feeling a certain way, and it does... Like, look at Isleter. Overbet, yeah. overbet jams 100 rivers and wins the 500R 6-max. None of you out there, including me, would have won the tournament with his cards in his seats, and he's not playing like any of you. Right. So take yeah, that, he's... that's how you want to take it. But, yeah, conformity is uh, – don't take anybody at their word. You have to figure out this game for your absolute self if you want to be really good. Yeah, that's very good advice. Very good advice, and we'll uh, we will leave our listeners with that. But uh, I hope to see you uh, here in a few weeks. And like I said, we'll get you by to uh, to give us a little update on the podcast uh, this summer. All right, much love, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, David. Have a great one, and good luck at Scoop. We'll see you too. Thanks, Derek.
Stop shaking a little bit of light. 